0: Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, Ritual, community, and pilgrimage Exploring the paths that point you back to your soul Giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility To remember to remember Our first series is about the call to create, and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. Our next guest is Danielle Laporte. She's an invited member of Oprah's Super Soul 100, a group who, in Oprah Winfrey's words, is uniquely connecting the world together with a spiritual energy that matters. She's the author of White Hot Truth, Clarity for Keeping It Real on Your Spiritual Path from One Seeker to Another, The Firestarter Sessions, and The Desire Map, A Guide to Creating Goals with Soul. You can learn more about Danielle at daniellelaporte.com. I'm here
1: with Danielle Laporte. And I have so much to thank Danielle for, specifically in the creation of Koya. She was doing her Firestarter sessions, and I met her. And she really gave me this invitation when I was making my very first website, which is to make the website feel the way your work feels. And everyone was telling me that everything I was doing was just like wrong and crazy and not else. And this was like 10 years ago. And people's websites, I have to tell you, were not that great. <laughs> And Danielle was, like, really taking a stand, like, you know, invest in the good pictures, like, you know, like, get good copy, but really make sure, like, it transfers over, and I really believe that that became also the template of how I created my entire business. It was really, and using her work, her fire sessions, and the desire map as a way to continuously stay true where it's like that idea that the medium is the message, that how you present it is what you're presenting. And to not compromise on the integrity and the passion of what i'm offering and there was so much freedom in that and no one else told me to do that so i am forever grateful for the seed that she planted at the most perfect time so that i could really do my work the way that i felt called to and i know she's done that for countless other women so i am so honored and and so grateful for you being here danielle and i just want to say thank you to infinity and back. <laughs> mm. that I'd forgotten how, how we like first
2: met. Mm-hmm. It was in that little session. Um, let, yeah, let me, let me just give like a sentence of context because this is useful for everybody. So I, I got fired from my own company. I got Steve jobbed and <laughs> the only thing I knew how to do was like talk to women about how to get it together in terms of business. And so I would go to anybody's living room who would have me and it was my final stop. I did 16 cities in a year. Oh, wow. Almost fucking killed me. And you were my final stop. <laughs> and it was in this living room, uh, that incredible brownstone apartment of Aiden's. And, uh, yeah, there you were, just radiant. And look, look at us now. Really, what <laughs> a journey, eh? <laughs> What (laughs) expectations were
1: low then (laughs) high, but so low. Now they're still high. Yeah. Yes. Well, I know that many, many people in the Koya community, you know, have their Danielle Laporte books and blog posts as a modern feminine Bible, which is, you know, a little bit dramatic. And at the same time, totally appropriate because it's basically around really being able to not be confused about the geography of the sacred. You know, that it's, it's, it's within us and then this is practically how you operate and organize your life in a way that honors the sacred. And again, we, we didn't have... I mean, before you, I didn't have anyone telling me how to integrate that into like daily life i knew it when i was like meditating i knew it when i was in my yoga class but i didn't know i could put it in my day planner and danielle has the best day planners ever (laughs) i do (laughs) yeah get your soul on the agenda exactly And so one of the things that I was really excited to talk to you about today is this conversation around prioritizing your priorities and organizing your life and getting your soul on the agenda, and really any direction that you want to go around how this has impacted your life, you know I can only imagine the stories that you hear back, but like the heartbeat of the pulse of like, why is this important?
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love talking about this because this is really where, like, the sacred meets the practical. And I love living in between that. And when I say in between that, it's not like 50 sacred, 50 practical. It's like harnessing. I am whole. It's the, you know, it's, you're the thrust of it, you know. Um, okay, so is the question, how do I do it?
1: Yeah, the question okay. is really anywhere you want to go with it because I know you have so much there but yeah Yeah. how do you do it I would love to know okay
2: (laughs) so let's just get so let's just um, state that it is not easy it's not easy and it's okay that it's not easy and it's natural that it's not easy and this tension and the overload and the imbalance and the thinking it should be balanced and it's it just it is what it is so let's just take the charge out of that let's take the judgment off of wanting to arrive let's take the judgment off of people who are unorganized and take the judgment off of people who are obsessive to-do list makers it's just like everybody has their blood type everybody has their own metabolism and that is like a sacred acknowledgement. So you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. <laughs> um, so we just create space and that, and then we can breathe. And then like, we want to get some shit done. And um, so there's that. Let's post that. Want to get shit done. So boom. And then next to that, underneath that, let's say underneath that is, I want to get meaningful shit done. Mm. And I, next to that or underneath that is I want to get things done in a way that's really pleasurable and life affirming. I mean, so that really the heart of the desire map is set out to do things that are going to feel great when you arrive, but you have to feel great on your way or it's just all go south. Okay. Um, so let me just park all that for a minute and say, in terms of all of the things that we know, everybody's listening to this call. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say (laughs) we all can agree that meditation, contemplation. um, Sorry, my my essential oil mister is going. (laughs) It's going. Shaving age girls say during interviews. Um, We can all agree that some form of contemplation and some form of movement and some degree of clean eating are all parts of a whole life and a meaningful life okay so i've had a prodigal relationship with all of those things Mm -hmm. i sat i meditated i tried my vipassana i did my mantras i had my mala beads i even made and sold beautiful malas um i had a deep prayer practice the cosmic christ is very much a part of my vocabulary and i was literally writing meditate on my to-do list and i thought at one point this is really fucked up and meditating was really stressing me out i was super resisting it and so i just declared like i'm i'm not going to do it maybe not forever but it was a real stake in the ground it wasn't I just didn't do it for a couple days and so I stopped I actually put the brakes on Uh, I was a vegetarian for 12 years decided it's all energy and the chickens are here to serve me because I'm doing good work in the world I'm going to eat meat and so I, I ate meat for another 10 years and you know exercise and yoga on the mat off the mat dedicated not dedicated Okay, I'm back to all of it. I'm back to it with zero, zero sense of duty, Mm. not one iota of obligation, Mm. just full, I would say it's, um, if I could give it a measurement, I'd say it's like 50% devotion, Mm-hmm. So there is discipline involved. I don't always want to meditate in the morning, mm-hmm. but, um, but I'm devoted, so I do. And I, yeah, and then 50% pleasure. Mm-hmm. So all those things went from being a push mm-hmm. to being a pull. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to people, as I'm sure many of us go through this phase, a lot of people listening now are thinking, I wanna be like her and feel she seems all blissed out about all of this stuff that takes some discipline. And I I wanted to be that person. I'd be like, you love going to yoga? <laughs> 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 you have to do yoga, you know, or you you love medit you actually love sitting. And I'm one of those people now. Like, hi, on the I'm today I actually thought I wish I could just meditate all day, you know? And it's, and it's not about my knees swelling up and it's not about how many things I'm gonna recite. It's just, I'm there, I'm there now in my life. And, you know, I, I live a, a plant-based life now and so it's, you gotta move towards the pull instead of doing it for the push. It's about pleasure and not about duty. I live to impress only myself. Mm. I'm not trying to impress my God. I'm not trying to get points with a cosmic council. I'm not trying to get in heaven. I'm not trying to be more pure. And, um, I mean, I am still very, I'm a big fan of the concept of karma. So there are some things I do in this lifetime that is a real pay it forward. (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, so it really is pleasure-based. Pleasure, based. pleasure really? and devotion. You can't just do it. For, pleasure will spin you out, just mm-hmm. pleasure. Mm-hmm. But The combo of pleasure and devotion is, is how I get my soul on the agenda.
1: Thank you. You're, you're known for being a brilliant articulator, so I just want to say mm-hmm. thank you for articulating that because the idea is when you take something out of this space and then you bring these words to it that all of a sudden someone else can bring into themselves like just for me i've been on a similar journey and i know a lot of us listening have but that just verbalization of a pull versus a push i mean it's just like whew, worlds open up inside of me around realizing you know that and i've gone through that with meditation too with the push where and then the consciously knowing it's like if i'm fighting the trap of the mind, like if I'm fighting to meditate, to meditate but I'm just like further repeating the trap of the mind. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's like there has, there has to be that surrender and that relaxation for a while to come to it.
2: And Really, in all of this, we're just we're learning what works for us. And there's always going to be somebody else to compare yourself to. So, like, some people want to go on a Vipassana retreat and sit for three days or for ten days in silence, watching your outbreath. That is my idea of hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I used to think I was not as evolved or not at You know, this is the worst criticism. I wasn't as courageous as them. Mm. And... Yeah, I mean, it, it actually kind of chokes me up to just think how critical I've been with myself in those, it, it's really like yelling at a child because you're criticizing the way you want to be devoted. Mm. Like it's such a precious thing. And you're saying you're not, you're not sacred enough. You're not devoted enough. And it's like, and there, here's most of us with these really pure hearts and these really great intentions, just wanting to be better. And we're down on ourselves. And yeah, so I know like the is not my thing. Um, Other things are my thing. My thing for somebody else might seem like a really hard, miserable thing. Mm -hmm. I still have people in my life who are living extreme lives of devotion. And I compare myself to them, and I'm just like, you know, like one of the most important people in my life, she she lives in a hermitude state, and she's meditating for hours and hours a day, and just burning karma for <laughs> nations, and I'm like, I am such an underachiever, <laughs> you know, and then I think, well that's not my dharma this lifetime i'm like not interested in that and i do other things that nobody else wants to do i get on stage and do what i do um yeah get on a lot of airplanes which is (laughs) a lot harder than um withdrawing from society some days yeah seriously
1: (laughs) well i i I love that in Koya we talk a lot about there's no way you can do it wrong and the way you know you're doing it right is that it feels good to you but more than feeling good is that it feels honest and it's really about harnessing this quality of resonance and and like you said, you know, it's not my dharma to do that so really being able to differentiate what are you pushing yourself towards versus what is pulling you and and I would say for me that's also been Like the redefinition of success for me has not been I got my expectations met, but that, you know, step by step, I made choices that resonated with me that I really was living my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's something that your work and your self-expression has really empowered so many of us to do because they became tools to go inside to realize how do we want to feel you know and and when we attune to that we start to access a flow and a vibration to be able to to be in that place but it does take you know like you're saying those those contemplation practices like you have to have those reflective moments and it does like literally I was thinking about this the other day in terms of like diet that nutrition is such a huge part about how we feel same with movement, that I was sort of thinking to myself, I, I really don't talk about it enough. I don't talk about it ever, really. And it's such a huge part of how I navigate my consciousness, that like consciousness is in many ways chemical. Yes. And yeah.
2: so... Well, I would say consciousness sits on the pedestal of the chemical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when I eat a certain way, I have more or less access to to my awareness mm-hmm. because of the way that it affects you know my body. So there's there's a lot of things going on here. <laughs> and hey, what what you said about good versus honest is so yeah.
2: profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're so hooked into every form of good, mm-hmm. just you know the good girl paradigm now, you know, especially in the space that we're in, with um, so much stuff around sexuality liberation and sacred sex, and now there's a whole other way to be good, which is like being bad and being wild. But it's still dogma. Mm-hmm. It's all dogma. I mean, I it's all dogma, unless mm-hmm. it's examined, you know. Um, yeah, we're all still trying so hard.
1: Yeah. And I would say for me, with, when I use wise, wild, and free, oftentimes people will say, well, what is wild? Is that like girls gone wild? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, for me, it's a little bit more like Clarissa Pinkola Estes, like women who run with the wolves wild, mm-hmm. where wild for me is to be true. It's that, that thing where there's something inside of you, and all of a sudden you have this opportunity to express or repress. Yes, And it's that, that primal part to express what's honest and authentic. And, uh, and at the same time, you know, the paradox I think that we're, that we're all living in is like, and then being conscious and kind, you know, and I, I really appreciate opportunity to have conversations like this because what you said in the beginning is to know like it's not easy and to voice that criticism that that we all have towards ourselves you know when we look at someone else doing it better but that these truths that come through around we ultimately sooner or later inevitably will come to our own truth and we'll Mm -hmm. you know we'll have the opportunity to live that and so you know why not today <laughs> Maya, today a Today's a good
2: day. Like inevitably, life is an urgent matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, the quote from Reggie Ray. He's a great Buddhist meditation teacher. Again, hardcore meditation, not my style. Uh, but he <laughs> says, "Inside, we're all wild, and we know it."
1: Hmm. Yeah. That makes me think of Isadora Duncan. You were wild once. Don't let them tame you.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah you know i have that up on my mirror and it's it's just like whoosh, goes goes through my spine and so is there anything that you would want to share at the end of this in terms of a a blessing for for that wild creative spirit i i i know from conversations that i've had with you that this has been you know, just watching you, like seeing you continue to expand your expression. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's one of the things that makes it so incredibly resonant. Like, thank you for saying the one thing out loud that we're all feeling that no one said yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and as as we're co-creating a world with m- more of that out of necessity, because things are changing so quickly, we, we, we need that authenticity. Um, is there anything as a as a blessing to those that are listening mm-hmm. as a, as an encouragement yeah. that's coming through? Well, I would say,
2: let yourself die. I think we're we're all we're getting that. Mm-hmm. And if if you're here, you've died a few times. Mm-hmm. But what I'm experiencing right now is to not be, I'm just like put it in the most simple language, to not be embarrassed of my past mm-hmm. and to let that hold me back. You know, like there's there's things I said, there's things I've, I wrote, there's ways that I showed up. Most of it is, a lot of it is it is, on, as on, is filmed. Um, <laughs> there, I got a publishing deal for it. There's things I wore. There's people I was with. And where I'm going, it, it's just not polar opposite. It's just very different. There's so much more light. There's so much more health. And my default was to like, really just I, I would wince at some of the things I thought mm-hmm. or did and then I want to just cut that off and so I think we need to really look at what's embarrassing and how we've changed and what's died and and we need to bring that in it needs to be integrated so we can really be full and really rock and roll and I mean look—look, use look, a really basic body-centric example let's take Oprah Mm -hmm. every time she looks at herself on camera there's been so many iterations of her weight Mm -hmm. and her story and i just read something about her last week where she was saying i never know what size i'm going to be when i've got to see some old tape or an old episode or an interview or something and you can just feel that oprah winfrey is cringing when she's looking at her old great moments you know and i just thought god you know i really hope that doesn't Hold her back. Now, clearly, it doesn't. She's such mm-hmm. a powerful being. She's just going to make what she makes. Um, but you really have to forgive yourself for your past. Mm-hmm. so that you can be born reborn and just own it and to like fully fucking own who you are today you know you could have been a wallflower three years ago and if you truly are a rock star today you need to be a rock star you could have been mute 10 years ago and now you are operatic mm-hmm. you have to be that and it might be in your psyche where you might think, well, people won't trust me if I'm all new and flourishing and more poetic than ever. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> um, you, you need to flourish. And they'll come along with you. The ones, as you say, you know, with the eyes to, he- eyes to see and the ears to hear, mm-hmm. see and hear you.
1: I love that. And as you're speaking, I just feel like I just feel this in my body. It's like the invitation to now, 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 You know, it's like instead of having this mental concept around, you know, what I was before, it's like this permission to really, really be here. like here we are so what what a powerful transmission to to offer an invitation to step into and 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 just like always so grateful for keeping it real and just sharing that part of the the blockage to stepping into that you know is you know looking at those things from the past that we might be embarrassed about and like let it go and keep going like mm-hmm. and and let it go by integrating it but keep going you know be here now Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so yeah Yeah. yeah. wow I'm so grateful I know many people listening to this already um, are devoted followers and lovers of you but for those that are new um, the best way to find you is Uh, I'm everywhere
2: you can find me at daniellaport.com I love Instagram is the center of my universe it's where I really like to show up and of course I'm on a Facebook fan page and Lots happening. Yeah, a new book coming out in May. I think you can pre-order in April. Uh, White Hot Truth. I don't think I've actually even publicly stated a title, so there you go. <laughs> and I also just want to say to everybody listening that Rochelle and I are actually on a video program right now looking at each other, and it makes a real difference. Like It's really nice to see each other and mm. I just yeah so if anybody's doing like podcasting or stuff if you can if you can do face to face it's just richer yeah mm. and, and thank you thank you thank you thank you
1: thank you and a prayer and a blessing that everyone feels that encouragement to be here now to express that wild creative spirit to put your soul on the agenda and to live with the purifying power of our white hot truth Mm. thank Thank you danielle and thank you everyone for listening look forward
0: to our next dance to continue the conversation visit us at koya.love q-o-y-a dot l-o-v-e and lifestyle of reverence.com for more information about movement rituals community and pilgrimage